Well, I want to start out today by uh, establishing the fact that I know a lot of you. I know most of you at least a little bit. And I know a lot of you pretty well. And that being said, what I want to say today is I think that you are great. I do. The people of this church, my church family, you are so kind and wonderful and gracious. I have seen this so many times. I've experienced this personally. My family, in really good times, in some challenging times, you have all been so wonderful to me. Thank you. But it's not just me. You're kind and you're good to each other, to people who come to this church. You're kind and you're good and you're generous to people outside of this church. You do so much. You give so much of yourselves. You give so much away to support missions and ministries, the proclamation of Jesus Christ throughout this world. Thank you. And every time that I need something, every time I've asked you to do something, you have stepped up. This person in Mexico, they need help, you help. These people who are suffering from the effects of a hurricane, they need help, you help them. We need volunteers, you step up. Thank you. It is wonderful, it's unique, it's special, it's rare. I thank you. I thank God for you. Amen. Know this. Understand this. I say this to you for two reasons today. Reason number one, because it's true. Because it's reality as I have come to know it. Reason number two. Validation. Validation is important. Affirmation is important. People need to hear that they are doing good. People need to be recognized for who they are, what they are, and all that they do. Validation is important. I said this last night, Saturday night church, and on the way out of church, someone said to me, Pastor Browning, i got to tell you, what you said to me, it really hit home. I worked at the same place for 33 years. And the person saying this to me, a really humble, really gentle person. I worked the same place 33 years, never once. Did anyone say anything to me about the job that I was doing? I worked hard. I tried my best. I gave my everything to my work, and I never heard, boo. And that stinks. It does. Validation is important. If you work with somebody and they're doing a good job, and you value them, and they're trying their best and they're working hard, let them know. If you have someone in your life who you depend on, who you rely on, who does good things for you, who is nice to you, who is generous to you, let them know. Every so often, I get a thank you note, right? I love thank you notes. They're great. And every so often you get one that's really awesome because it's from someone who you really admire, whose good opinion of you means so much. And I get these thank you notes and I save them. They are the treasure, some of the treasures of my life. When I'm having a bad day, when I'm struggling, I pull one of those out, I read it. Affirmation is important. And I say this to you today 
And I'm not just pulling this out of my hat. Studies back this up. Psychologist types, counselor types, people who are much smarter than I am, people who are more trained in this field than I am, they all say the same thing. Validation is important. Human beings need to be validated. Human beings need to feel valued. But that's not why I'm saying this to you today. I'm saying this to you today because of what I've seen, what I've experienced. All too often in this life, we get the opposite. We get pulled down. We get dragged down. We get humbled by things that happen in this world. Who's ever been humbled? I'm not surprised that all of you aren't raising your hands because this is 11 o'clock church. This is kind of the elite. The best of the best. This is the top gun of church attendees, right? If you've never been humbled... Uh, God bless you. <laughs> Just wait. It happens to all of us, and some of us it happens to, it seems, all too often. You go to the doctor's office, and the doctor says, What? That can't be me. You're talking about somebody else. And you just feel helpless. Or you go out in the yard, you play with your kids or your grandkids, you're throwing the ball around, you're running around, you say to yourself, man, it didn't used to be this hard. What happened? Or you're at work and you've been thinking, you've been dreaming, you have this great idea, you share your idea and your bosses or your coworkers or whoever says, that sounds terrible, we're not doing that. What are you talking about? You make plans, you dream dreams, you envision visions. Your kids are going to be perfect. And, and they're great. We love them, but not perfect. Humbling. And I say this a lot, but I say it again today because it needs to be constantly brought to our attention, I think. Human beings, the way we talk to each other, all too often our words tear down. They're intended to humble rather than to build up or raise up, rather than affirm. Anybody ever said something to you and you just feel small, insignificant? Anybody ever treats you in a way where you felt as though you were nothing? It's happened to me too. Humbling. And yeah, it happens too much in this life. But that's the great thing about church. We come to church, and I come to church, and people say this to me every so often. They say, I love coming to church because I go to church and I feel better. I, I feel lifted up. I feel encouraged. And thanks be to God, that's why I love coming. I love feeling that same way. I come here and I feel better. I feel rebuilt by the power of God's Word. That is the power of God's Word. We who are broken, we who are sinners by nature, God forgives us, God loves us, God sends us Jesus. And Jesus recreates us in his own image. 
as sons and daughters, children of God. So today, again, we turn to God's word for encouragement, for strength. And God's word today is awesome. Do me a favor, take out your worship folder. You don't even need to open it, just look at the front cover, right? Because the front cover is awesome. Jesus is talking in our gospel lesson for today. And Jesus, who is the great I Am, in the gospel of John, the story of Jesus, he does this a lot. He makes these various statements that begin with I Am. You've heard a lot of them before. Jesus says, I am the bread of life. You've heard that before? Jesus says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Jesus, who said, as we heard last week, I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. And Jesus, in our gospel reading for today, he makes another I am statement. He says, I am the vine, and you are the branches. There it is. And, and isn't that picture awesome? Oh, it's so idyllic. It's so, it makes me feel so peaceful and relaxed. It's so serene. There's grapes. Huh? I see this and I'm thinking, I'm thinking spring. I'm, I'm thinking, I'm thinking sunshine, kicking my feet up, going out to one of those wineries out east, glass of Pinot. Relaxing. And, and also, not just that, it gets this idea of connectedness with God. It gets to the root of the matter. Get it? No. Okay. We'll try again. But you look at this and put this on like one of these tapestry-like things. And this would make a perfect wall hanging for my kitchen. Right? I walk in my kitchen every single time and I got grapes going and Jesus is the vine and I am the branch. But the thing is, here's what the thing is. This might be a little bit misleading. Because this is incomplete. This doesn't tell the whole story of what Jesus is trying to say. The point that Jesus is making in our gospel reading for today. Jesus who says, I am the vine, you are the branches. Apart from me, you can do nothing. Well, that seems to mean something almost entirely different. Doesn't it? I am the vine, you are the branches. Apart from me, you can do nothing. To expand on this point just a little bit, Jesus says, Abide in me and I in you, as the branch cannot bear fruit by itself unless it abides in the vine. Neither can you unless you abide in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. Whoever abides in me and I in him, he it is that bears much fruit. For apart from me, you can do nothing. kind of humbling. I wasn't expecting to come to church today and hear that I can do nothing or I might be nothing, but there it is. And let that word sink in for just a moment. Consider the concept in all of its fullness or maybe in all of its emptiness and grasp the point as best we can. Because it's true. I mean, think about it. Every single week, early in the service, we say the same thing. I believe in God the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. God creates everything. God creates you and me, right? We believe this. We say it every week at least. What are we without God? The creator. We're uncreated. We are nothing in the most literal sense. 
We believe in Jesus Christ, the Redeemer of the world, the one who came, who died, who laid down his life for this world's sin. Well, what are we without him? Un- unredeemed. Un- unforgiven. Hopeless. Hel- helpless. We believe in the Holy Spirit, the one who gives us faith, the one who binds us together, the one who binds us to Jesus Christ himself. The one who comes to us and gives us the gifts of God. The one who speaks to us through word, his word and reminds us and literally makes us eternal. What are we without these gifts? We're humans. We're mortals. Destined to die. Apart from God, we're just flesh. Bones. Short-lived. That's it. And that's the thing. Validation is important. Human beings need to be validated. Human beings need to be loved and need to, be know, need to know that they are loved. But human beings, we also need to be humbled. We need to be told no. We need to be told stop. Brothers and sisters, friends in Christ, stop. We need to stop living and acting apart from God. Because I say this, you know, oh, Pastor Browning, no, no, you don't know your... We live so much of our lives as though God does not exist. The things we do, the things we say, the things we act upon, a lot of the things we all say, all of us, me, you, all of us, it's wrong. The way we treat people, wrong. The way we put ourselves first above everything, everyone else is wrong. The things we do, the things we look at, the things we say because we think no one sees us, because we think there are no consequences, wrong. Brothers and sisters, friends in Christ, we need to stop defining our existence apart from God. Because our existence apart from God is what? It's nothing. But the great thing about life in the kingdom of God is that here in the kingdom of God, this is theoretical. Why are we talking about life apart from God? When the fact of the matter is, God has connected us to himself. That's what baptism's all about, right? That's what we saw again today. God coming to us in our helplessness and changing us and transforming us and becoming one with us and uniting us to his life, his death, his resurrection, uniting us to Jesus himself and changing our destiny. Because that's what happens in the kingdom of God. Our destiny is changed. Jesus comes to us, connects himself to us, and gives us everything that he has, gives us everything that he is. God gave us Jesus. And Jesus came to this world, 
lived as a human being, died on a cross, suffered for our sin, and rose again. He died to take our sin away. He rose again to give us the gift of forever. That's the amazing thing about life in the kingdom of God. Though we are nothing, though we have nothing to offer God, God treats us as though we are everything. God treats us as though we are His ultimate treasure. He lays down His life for us. And He defines His existence around perpetually coming after us to share His love, His grace, His merits, the forgiveness of all of our sin. And so He does. And that's validation. As human beings, that is the greatest validation we can or ever will receive. Think about it. Your God has deemed you worthy of dying for. Your God has deemed you worthy of having an eternal relationship with. A daily relationship with you. God wants to be a part of your life every single day, every single moment. God wants to define your life. And he died and he rose again to make that your reality. Whatever this world might say about you. Whatever circumstances life may throw your way that serve to humble us. God loves you. God died for you. God rose for you. God lives in you. God sends his Holy Spirit to you to share that love with this world, to make that love known. Know that every single day. Hold that close to your heart because that is the ultimate validation there is, the love of God made real to us in Jesus Christ our Lord. In his name, for his sake, amen.